Hi, and welcome to Building Perspective with Matt Riley and Molly Elfman. We're here to bring value to you and your team by exploring all things sales and marketing related. All from different perspectives. All right. We are here for another episode of Building Perspective Live (laughs) with my good friend, Roland Nancy of New Home Sales Plus. Roland, how are you, sir? I'm great, Matt. How are you? I am great. It is... um, it's Thursday. I think, I think it's Thursday. Is it Tuesday? Is it, or is it? I know. It could be Sunday morning. For you know, every day sort of blends together, right? It's like Groundhog Day where uh, all these days are blending. You've got to create differences, but, but yeah, thank you for having me, by the way. I'm honored to be here with you, with you and Molly and the wonderful Group 2 team. So thank you for all you've been doing. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on and agreeing to talk through you know, some really new things that we're going through, right? And so, you know, everybody for, you know, for a long, long time, we've all had, you know, processes and sales processes in play to take God buyers through the process of buying a new home, right? And so we've all got the steps of our sales process that we try to adhere to. But now what like this is what we're going to talk about today is really like well how do we adjust what is the new what does that look like today from where we are you know because if we can't take someone physically through the sales process through our model homes things like that well what does that look like right instead of just like throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks um we thought why not bring some an expert like yourself in and say hey what What's working? What are you doing? Um, and and I think what's really important here is, you know, for people to understand that no one is an expert on selling through COVID nineteen, right? Like right. we're all this stuff is still new, but what we yeah. do have is years <laughs> of experience to draw from, and then broad spectrums of builder base, you know, clients that we work with all across the country to to learn from and share in those experiences. Do, do you agree? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there, there's some some of the basic old stuff works very, very well, but you got to update it and, and try to communicate that in a virtual way, you know, where everyone's moved into this virtual world, which, as we both agree, is a wonderful thing. It, it probably has just forced us to sort of move forward more quickly than perhaps people were comfor- comfortable with. But yeah. now we're really used to it. We're embracing it and, and we're taking some of those old concepts and just updating them and improving them to, to suit this virtual world. Before we go any further, I do need to apologize about my hair. I have quarantine hair. So oh. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of driving up to Georgia to get a haircut right after this is over. I think it's oh my gosh. Miami to Georgia. I just need to get that out of the way and apologize for my quarantine. <laughs> it's just, it's not <laughs> I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I would, that's not a far drive for you from Miami to yeah, Georgia for a haircut. 10 hours, I don't know, something like that, but yes. No, I'm just kidding anyway, Josh. But yes, as far as the, the world of virtual, it's, it's actually very exciting. I think that, that this, uh, you know, be, let me be careful. Obviously, we, we're not uh, enjoying what we're going through, but let's learn out of it. Let's learn yeah. from it, of course. And so I think everybody is in the same situation. And I think I heard you say this on one of your uh, one of your many great webinars that I've watched you on, that, that people are probably a lot more forgiving now if you're not great at the technology. They aren't either. So we're all in this together. So just the fact that you're attempting to meet them in the middle and meet them virtually and help them understand how their new home could feel, most people are embracing that and, and they're very understanding that, look, you, you aren't an expert on technology, but you're doing the right thing and trying to keep us safe by showing us the home virtually without 
putting right. on your roof and that kind of stuff. So yeah, perfect time to practice. Absolutely. Yeah. No, without a doubt. And so you're going to talk about what that looks like today, right? You're going to talk about yeah. the seven steps of yeah. virtual selling, right? And so yeah. as, as we were talking about this, we got we got a good amount of people drop, dropping in and yeah. saying hi. So, hey, everybody, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Shout out to Terry. That's right. One, because I know they can spend the whole 30 minutes here giving shout outs, but I just saw it early. That's it. That's right. That's right. You get one. You only get one. That was it. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> you used it wisely. All right. <laughs> so just just so everyone knows too, like as as we're talking, so we're gonna talk for probably the next thirty minutes and kind of walk through some things. But as you guys are as you guys are listening to the conversation, if you have some specific questions. Uh, make sure you drop them in the chat window, you know, and that we'll pull them up and answer them live as we go periodically throughout. So make sure you get your questions in there. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure we, we dive into those and uh, and answer them the best we can. Kind of like a, a live version of Stump the Chump, right? right. Yeah, yeah, we enjoyed that, right? There's, uh, that's the great thing. You and I have been doing this a long time. And, uh, you know, there's so many similarities in, in the effect of what we're going through. To many of these other recessions, that, that uh, yes, of course, the the health situation is, is unique, but the effect on on us and homes uh, is, is very similar. So it really is unlikely that we yeah. can't together collaborate, come up with good responses to help everybody. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So yeah. Okay, well, very good. So we're gonna make sure we get everybody to drop. The, we're getting fancy. We're just seeing how fancy we can get. Drop the questions in the comments. We got the little yeah, look at that. The bottom. Look at that. Uh, high tech uh no so anyway let's yeah. let's dive in so you've got seven yeah. steps yeah before we even get into into the seven virtual tips and just so everybody knows these are really quite concrete or quite tangible tips that follow uh people call me the, the stuff guy i just quote the, the stuff guy because i when i was looking for training for so many years i wanted to be taught stuff that i could use immediately so i'm not going to get into too much of how to be and that kind of stuff which is very important but i'm just going to get into stuff that you can take away from this little webinar and and use immediately before we do that though i think it really is important to understand that tone is essential right now yeah because this is a health situation that's causing all of this the crisis with the economy and with what we're going through uh it's so essential that we lean into that and that we're kind we're empathetic and so hopefully we can sort of get our tone right where we're empathetic but confident at the same time. Yeah. We care about our clients. We, we definitely want to let them know the changes that you're making to accommodate them and their comfort. Uh, it's very regional. What, what you and I are both finding, we have clients all over the country. And in some states, people still want to show up and see a model, maybe by themselves on appointment. Others, you can't even do that. You aren't allowed to leave your home if it's not if it's not essential. So we've got to embrace the virtual. So I, I, I think it's important to get the tone right and to be flexible and to care about your customers and share with them what you're doing to accommodate their, their, their needs throughout. Does that make sense, Matt? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's great. I think yeah. you've got it. Everything that we're doing right now, we've got to lead with being a good a human first, right? Like lead with empathy, lead with absolutely. being a human being first, um, and, and that then you can absolutely take that role of the trusted advisor, right, not right. someone who's just trying to push something. Exactly right. Because I mean, at the end of the day, there there is an argument that now is a very good time to invest in a brand new home. 
and you've got builders all across the country that are doing very, very, they're doing very, very well. But you can't lead with that. It just sounds crass and pushy. Oh, it's great little way. That's just a Pollyanna kind of yeah. response to get a yeah, people will shut down immediately. Let's care about them, nurture them, take them through the process. And then at the end of the day, we can talk about that after any kind of downturn, there's always periods of growth and it's like burning down the forest and it regrows. So it's perfect. It does make sense to talk about low supply, yeah. low interest rates, high demand, pent up demand, but only in the right sequence, not at the very beginning. That's after you're buying as a motion back by logic. They've got to like you and trust you first, take it through the process. And then once they start falling in love with the home, then you can support it with a logic. And by the way, now could be a really good time. Others have found that because of the, uh, you know, the incredibly low interest rates and really low, low supply of homes in our market that, uh, right. you know, the good thing to think about moving forward. And then the, the, the other concept that's not really part of the seven steps is the practice. Uh, so just like any training, anything that you do in life, really, that, that uh, involves a, a, a process that you want to repeat perfectly, let's practice it. So I've been very blessed. I have builders all across the country that, that I work with. Hey, that's, that's, thanks very much. Jerry's there. How did you do that? Perfect. Shifting from sales to service. This is what we're talking that's exactly about. Right. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's the mentality. I worked with Terry years and years ago in uh, Southwest Florida. She's terrific. Now she runs her own team. And she and I both see eye to eye that it's really service first. And the great service comes from the heart. To quote a good friend of mine, George Mato, he said that uh, the great service comes from the heart. It's from the right place that you want to help people. And through your discovery and learning about their needs, then it can be authentic. So based upon what you shared, let's go do this or let's find yeah. out what's best for you. But not just starting with some kind of uh, sales pitch that, that would be inauthentic. But but, but to get back to practice, uh, what, what I've, I've been blessed with sales teams. So we've all worked together on, on Zoom calls that we were doing anyway. And we've talked about how to adapt. And I've been fortunate that we then, what's been happening is the sales people are going out to, to their models uh, and, and are working on their presentation or their demonstration rather, uh, either with the phone in the hand on a Zoom call or we're doing screen shares if they're going to sit in their office and just guide us through that. But yeah. it's been really, really important. So I would practice with each other as opposed to on your clients uh, and make sure that you are comfortable with, with the technology and that kind of stuff. What do you think there? Yeah, no, absolutely. So you say we've got to start with practice, right? So what right. is what does that practice look like? You want me to bring up your example? Yeah, that would be great. So I was I was fortunate. I think it was just on Monday. Uh, you you the picture is so small, but that's a, in the corner is Mindy Mendez of Beacon Homes in Edmond, Oklahoma. One of the many great salespeople that I work with. We did a practice, and, and it was, it was she, she went first. Uh, it was almost an hour, really, that, that she took us through the process, and it was brilliant. I, I got to say, Mindy knows. Uh, I sent her an email immediately afterwards, but it, it was just awesome. We practiced it. There may be some areas that we wanted to tweak, and we had the whole team on the Zoom call. So that's what I'm talking about. So, so practice. So, so let's get started with with the basic seven virtual tips, Matt. So, if that's okay. Yeah, let's go. So, good. Let's go. So, the, the first one is decide whether you want anachronous or synchronous. And those are big words, bigger than my pay grade. I literally learned those a few weeks ago from the many webinars that I attended. So um, anachronous is, is when people do things by themselves. So that would be you, you pushing out content to them or sending them a link to the website, which in markets where it's really strong, that's not the end of the world. And there yeah. may be some people that buy that way. But as a coach, I really want to work on, on the synchronous version, which is when you when you are on the call with them and you're going to guide them through it. So uh, that, that's the, to make sure that we end up moving the sale forward, either getting the sale or moving it forward. I want to work on those joint versions or synchronous versions. Right. So one way communication versus two way. 
Exactly right. And so they're, 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 I can figure out three synchronous versions that you could look into. They're, they're, there may be more. And that's the great thing is that this is evolving literally every day. We're all learning. Uh, yeah. So, so the, yeah, the first one is the salesperson goes out to, to, to the home, either the model home or the available home with their phone, arranges a call and guides the client through it. That's the first one. The second one is maybe the client wants to go to the home with a phone and then the salesperson is outside somewhere guiding them through. And that's the one that probably is the least one that we've practiced so far. And then the, the, the third one is that you don't need to go to the home. You have such great content uh, on your either on your website, Matterports, those kind of things that, that, you, that you, you, you arrange a meeting where you're sitting on your computer and you're doing a screen share, but you're guiding them through it. Right. Uh, you're, you're, you're not just sort of saying, here's some stuff, but you're going to say, let's have an appointment. Uh, I'll meet with you on Zoom or whatever platform that you like uh, that you practice with, and then you guide them through it. Does that make yeah. sense? Absolutely. So, yeah. So, and I think the important thing is to give the to give the client the choice choice and be flexible. Uh, I found that in again in certain states, clients have said, "Look, we're, we're okay with coming into the model as long as it's uh, as long as it's going to be as long as you know we practice social distancing and if anyone's in there." Other states, absolutely, it's it's got to be uh, done this way. So that's the first thing is is the, 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 excuse me, is decide which synchronous method you want to use. Are you going out there as a screen share? The second thing, which is I think essential, is that, that you set the expectation. So that you set expectation of the outcome. So every salesperson that I work with anyway, all across the country we work with, uh, when, when you meet in person with a client, especially on an appointment, the expectation at the end of that meeting is what? That probably going to ask for the sale or at least right. move the sale forward. Yeah, I work with, with quite a few on your lot builders. So yeah. in those instances, you probably can't write the agreement. It's the next step of let's go look at your land and help you with the land component. But you're, right. you're at least moving it forward. In most cases, we're asking for the sale. So with, with, with your, when you're setting up your virtual tour, let's set the same expectation. Let's, let's let the client know that I'm going to send you a bunch of information. Then we're going to get on a call together. And then at the end of it, hopefully you can make a decision that's best for you that kind of stuff but i want to set the expectation that it's no different if we're busy apologize i know it's too complicated you probably can't understand it then they're going to be confused and they'll take that lead so again i, I want us to be really empathetic but highly confident that at the end of this it's going to make sense to you that right. you'll understand how the home lives and feels and then the other thing with that by the way is that, again i'm learning and, and i have to confess you know that, that i've had these sort of mad professor ideas of how it should look and feel based upon my past and you know, 30 years of selling, but I haven't done it. I haven't been out there as a salesperson. So I'm depending upon the feedback from the many salespeople that I work with. And, and it's been really cool. And my, my thoughts are uh, to, to um, fruition in as much as that what they're finding is sometimes people, if it's an available home uh, and, and the buyer can understand it, great, they'll move forward. Other times the buyers are like, yeah, I really like it now. I like it a yeah. lot more than I did when I just saw it, but I still need to see it in person. So we can either make an appointment to come out and see it now, or you could write an agreement effective on where, you know, let, let's, some salesman might suggest that let's go ahead, secure it, make right. it effective in two or three days. Once you've come out and viewed it at your leisure, I'll open it up for you if you'd like, if you don't want me there, that kind of stuff. So, but, but at the very least, we're setting the expectation that this is business. This is still business. We're going to move things forward. And guess what? It, it seems to be working. The buyers are, are, are quite excited to, to uh, you know, to go on that journey with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so good. Okay, yeah, good. no, absolutely. So uh, we'll we'll get into. There's a couple of questions coming in. We'll get into those a little bit towards the end, so that way we can hit those based on the different steps. We'll we'll get those towards the end. Good. Right, and they didn't Chuck, say steps. Chuck Shields, you. We'll come back and get you. Okay, Chuck. That's nice to hear from Chuck too. Step one: admit you have a problem. Step two: no, that's that's a different step. Wrong steps. 
All the steps. There we go. Um, so the, 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 the third step, I think, again, is probably one of the most important. I have a tendency to say that last. Everything's the most important. I'm just a uh, excitable person, I guess, but it, it really is. So I think that the, the, the next thing is to create the props uh, that you'll deliver to your clients so they can really understand what, what they're looking at. So it, for me, it's not enough just to say, go look at our website <clears throat> and then we'll have a phone call. I'll pick up the phone and guide you through it. You, you really want to send them the information that, that, that they're going to need to understand it. So if you're, if you're selling, if you have lots of good content on your website already, then you can send them a link to the website with the home plan on it, perhaps. Maybe you have a, uh, a Matterport on there, photographs, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if you're, so that's the kind of thing, but if you're dealing with a, a move-in ready home, that's a, is that the right phrase? Yep, yep, move -in absolutely. So move -in ready, I wanna make sure, <laughs> I'll be practicing, oh, there we go. So a home you can move into immediately, or even one under construction, yep. where you've made collections, that kind of stuff. Yep. So what I wanna do is make sure that the client can understand it, because it, it's likely that on a phone, on, on your phone that you're holding up, that, that, that maybe the picture's not perfect, it might get glitchy, but if they can look at something tangible that you've sent to them, that, 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 that they can follow along, which is what we did with Mindy the other day. So yes. such as, uh, you know, in real estate, location, 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 I know it sounds corny, uh, but people need to know where the home is situated, right? So a map of the community showing where the home or homes are, numbered, labeled, whatever you want to do. So let's say I was going to work with you, Matt, and show you two or three homes, perhaps, let's say, depending on if you like the first one, I would stop. But if I had two to show you, I would send you a map and say home number one, home number two. So when you're following along, you can easily understand what we're talking about. And yeah. then pictures of the fit, good. And then something that shows what the finishes are, because most of the time, if the home's is started, the, 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 uh, the design studio or the salesperson will have the finishes selected. Any photographs that you can send, front view, rear view, if you have a, a view that, that, that is worthwhile, trees or ponds or whatever it is, a view that they could, they, they could be looking at. And then the, 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 this last thing, which is what I'm probably the most excited, see, I've said that three times now, but yeah. I am excited about this, is, is a, a floor plan that's actually numbered. So the salespeople that work with me know that one of the things I've done for as long as I can remember now is that when we practice our model demonstration, we'll take a floor plan and perfect, thank you, and we'll, 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 we'll number it in a sequence that creates the, 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 the most emotion. Now, up until last month, literally, I would never have sent that to a client. It's just something that we know internally. Yeah. For example, yeah, so we're, we're going to start from the outside of the home, not, not the front door, but way down the driveway, look at the architecture. Then we'll go to the front door, and then we'll go to the foyer. And then we have a thing called go to the light. Go to the light. I forget the words. Stay away guys. from the light, Caroline. Stay away from the light. Yeah, this is the opposite. <laughs> so, for example, in some floor plans, many, many homes you come into, you could go into a small space. Like maybe it's a laundry room or the front bedroom, which is 11 by 11, not exciting. Yeah. Or you have that big space in the back, the great room, the kitchen, the area that the client has been watching HGTV and yeah. looking at that space. Is always make their spaces look the same, and they, you know, the, your buyer wants that. So the idea is go to the light quickly. On available home, go outside, right? The, the, the front view, the back view. That kind. So the idea is that we've always numbered a floor plan and practiced in training. So now what, what I, I suggested was that we actually send that numbered floor plan to a client so that they can follow along. And if they get a little bit lost, you can say, we're at number six, it's the kitchen. Uh, now we're at number nine, we're in the corner of the den. Does that make sense? And, and we actually practiced that and it works beautifully. So, I'm, so I'm, I'm, you're, I'm, what you're saying is you're yeah. virtually going to you know take your phone or your computer, typically your phone, and you're going to yeah. walk them through the house and you're telling them ahead of time, okay, 
these are the points just to help so you can understand in relation to where I'm standing to the exactly. floor plan you're looking at, this is where we're going to be. Exactly. And it, it, it's sort of so simple that it, it, it maybe it, it people you know can look beyond something like this, but I find the simple stuff works best. So yeah. in training with, with the, all the salespeople, we, we, we sort of go to corners of rooms because the rooms open up. So if you're going to go there with, with your phone and it looks great, the buyer may not understand where they're at, but then yeah. you, can, you can say, I'm at, number, I'm at number eight by the fireplace or something. They look, oh, great. That, I, I get it now. And, and they, so, yes, just to make it sort of paint by numbers as easy as possible for the client to really get it. So at the end of it, number whatever, however big your home is, it could be number 20 or number 30, depending. Right. Uh, the, the last point is where you're going to finish and ask for the sale. So Matt, now that you've experienced the whole home, what do you think? You, you, and you like this, you like this, great, but let, let's go ahead. I'll send your agreement via, via DocuSign, that kind of thing. Right, right. It's, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Walking all the way. I, I do love the idea of giving the customer ahead of time, if you have the ability to do that, like, these are yeah. the areas that we're going to, you know, like I'm going to make sure I stop and focus in. And as we go right. through the tour, just so right. you can help you follow along with what we're talking about. And as a salesperson, it helps you stay on track yes. um, and make sure yeah. you're still hitting the points that you need to hit. Because yeah. if you're not careful, a virtual tour can go off the rails really fast, right? Because it can be like, okay, let me give you a tour real fast. Like here's the kitchen and here's, exactly, the, here's that. Exactly. And then and you're left yeah. with this. No one knows what's next at the end. <laughs> right. And it's basically, instead of being synchronous, a word I struggle to say, it's become sort of this monologue because perhaps we're getting nervous now and the buyer hasn't reacted for a few minutes. So we just start talking, 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 moving the camera quickly. And then the buyer starts to really lift off and leave the building and, and not really be focused. So yeah, it, it keeps us on, on track. I, I actually saw um, somebody yesterday at, at Stevens Fine Homes in, in Wilmington. I, I saw two actually that were amazing, but they're, they're, this was just a Facebook live tour, but it's a salesperson I'd work with. Her name is Lauren McBride, shout mm -hmm. out to her. And it was awesome. I, I was almost, what was it? I had tears in my eyes, I was so happy. She went through the process, started at the front of the house, the home looked amazing, went through the whole home, went out back, and it, it, when she went out back and she went to the corner of the home site, let me get, there we go. She went to the corner of the home site and looked back, excuse me, and it was a complete game changer. It yeah. was at that moment, I, I fell in love with the home thinking, man, it's a but look at the backyard. There's so much room to do all the stuff I want to do. But that was part of Lauren's plan. And she was upbeat and cheerful. And I, I don't know how she was. I mean, I don't think I could have done it as well, frankly. I was so impressed with what she did. But, but, but she, she, I knew she was following a plan. You know, she had planned it out yeah. to know that she was going to hit the high points, these sort of emotional hotspots the buyers need to experience throughout the home. So yeah, so that, that that's that's number three is to send the props. Number four is to follow that path and to go and, and to go through those numbers and, and follow a tangible plan. Uh, yeah. I encourage flexibility. I had this question come up you know come up last week from a salesperson role. I don't do it quite that way, I do it this way. What do you think? I think I think it's great. As long as you have a plan that's structured that you can replicate, that your finding is working with clients, that is connecting with them. And it's it's resulting or culminating in them understanding enough they can move forward. Then great, just just go for it. You know, I like to go to the light as quickly as possible. I think that you know that way the first impressions of the home are, are the strongest. But if you have a different route and it's effective, then keep doing it. Absolutely. So as long as you have a structured plan that you're following that the buyer can keep up with, then then I'm going to be happy. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. All right. This next one, which is again a very important thing, I wouldn't say the most important. I can't keep saying that, but it's really important, is, is, is to involve the client. 
So everybody that works with me knows that I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm always about involvement uh, and want to involve people throughout because it's so easy to, easy to lose people. Research says that our average attention span is now condensed down to, to, to actually, I should ask you, have you an idea of how much it is? Do you know what the average attention span of a human is, according to research? I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I'm oh, sorry, no, no. <laughs> you got me. Oh, wait a minute. Seven seconds. Yeah, it's like it's under nine. It's somewhere in the 8.25, but that was a while ago. Apparently, goldfish can focus for longer than we, than we can. That's right. Although I think it's very nebulous research because how do they really know what a goldfish is thinking? Just for their staring at you doesn't mean they're focused. What, what else can they do? But anyway, right. that, that's research, the research, the highly scientific research I read. So the point is that, that, uh, that we, we, don't, we can't pay attention to why because of distractions like our phones and technology. So with that in mind, we have to really make sure we evolve our clients. So there's different things we can do. Uh, and, and I'm just thinking that, that when you're when you're selling virtually or showing home virtually, there's even more likelihood that the client is is, is going to get distracted, right? Yeah. They're at home, kids are screaming, things are going on. So the the, the, the basic techniques one is just to ask a lot of involvement questions. Uh, I have something called FBI feature benefit involvement. Mm -hmm. So you share a feature, you cap it with a benefit, but then you ask how would that work for you? What do you think? So right. our homes have high ceilings. So what gives you a feeling of light and spaces? What do you think? How would that work for you? But that involvement question throughout is so important. So that that's one technique. So I would certainly focus on involvement questions, asking about furniture. I mean, how brave are you if you're showing a home virtually and there's three big spaces, maybe the, the family room where they watch TV, where they sleep, where they eat, those three spaces, instead of just going through this sort of monologue of here's the dining room, here's, so yeah. how would your furniture work in it? Well, what do you mean? Well, let, let me show you the room. Are you bringing your furniture with you? What do yeah. you think? How would it set up? Go ahead. Absolutely. No, I think it's even can tie in. Start, this is where you start making it interactive. It's like, hey, this, yeah. how, this is the dining room. How big right. of a table and how many chairs do you have? Where we're I looking at right now, this table is yeah. it seats eight people. We've got, as you can see, we've got plenty of room to get around this. Do you need a, is your table and setting, is it bigger, right? This is a king size bedroom, king size bed yeah. and two nightstands. And you know, like, this is what's in this master. How does that compare right. to what the furniture that you already have? Right. Well, my basket rug would go over there. My, my disco, I'm just joking. Hey, whatever, yeah. whatever works. But, but that's perfect. And you know, Matt, I have to compliment you because you, you started with open-ended questions and you said, how, how would this work? Or how would you do this? And that's the idea is, is to, instead of saying, does it work? No. You said, how would it work? What would yeah. you do? And that's what you want to do is encourage a whole conversation with people, not just walk them through in 15 minutes with this sort of diatribe or monologue of just running through, but it's after it's a conversation. And so when you, when you start transferring ownership like that, yeah. how would your stuff, how would your furniture work? They start moving in. They're, they're, if it's pre-construction, uh, if, if you're showing a model and you're then going to go show home sites or views for them to build, then, then we can give choices because choices equals commitments equals closing. So there we go, ask questions. Uh, but but we, you want to say, for example, this home, we including a granite countertop, we have the luxury choice of quartz, which would you prefer, or we're showing white cabinets, we also offer gray or wood, what works best. And then you start building that that, that yes bank, if you will. And yep. so they're, they're, making, they're making small commitments. At the end, it's easy, you can recap. So it sounds like you like the home, but you'd rather go with the white and gray quartz, and you'd rather the white 42-inch cabinets, and you'd like the uh, luxury vinyl, well, and wherever it's gonna be, whatever it, whatever it is. So that's another thing to try, is to give choices. The, the fourth thing, uh, which is something, again, that, that all the students that I work with across the country, we do this anyway, which is close as you go. Yeah. So I, yeah. So it, it's, I think it's very scary to just show a home 
And then 34 minutes later, out of 30 to 40 minutes later, out of left field, you ask a closing question. Like, well, that was weird. Like, where did that come from? So as opposed to that closeout segments, uh, I would choose from these. I wouldn't do all of these, but certainly the, the front of the home, when you finish showing the outside, you talk about the architecture, it's a farmhouse with a little contemporary cross, I don't know, whatever it is that you're going to say. And then when you're finished doing, talking about it, how does it look? How does it feel? We yeah. like it. We love it. Let's go inside. Close out the, the, the great room. Close out the kitchen. Close out the backyard on an available home. Yeah. Every floor, the master suite, owner's retreat. And then at the end, when, when you're asking for the sale, you, the, the, the easiest sale in the world is, is just to talk, is to bring out all those agreements out of your yes bank. So if I hear you correctly, Matt, you and your lovely family, you, you, you like the architecture, the space is great in the family room, kitchen looks good, the backyard works out well, great. But let's go ahead and put this together for you. Any other questions before we take it off the market, make it yours, whatever closing statement that, right. that you want. But let's, let's close as you go and close out those important spaces. Again, I think when you're selling virtually, it's even more important to do this than it is in, per in person, it's important. But on the phone, my goodness, if you don't start getting feedback, on those spaces, then then it's going to be lost. So, for, for example, with this role play with, with Mindy on Monday, uh, Mindy closed us on the kitchen. She just simply said, what do you think? Gaining agreement, right? Right. But I said, I don't know. I sort of like, he said, well, what doesn't quite work? Well, the backsplash. So she was able to go up to the backsplash. I said, I'm not sure about that gray grout, I think it was. And she said, well, like, you know, so we, we had a conversation. I felt better. And then she closed the game. And I was great with it. But if she hadn't closed it out, then she never would have got there. I would have just said, I don't know. I'll call you later. And, and we wouldn't have figured out what specifically it was. So you know, don't be afraid to close as you go. And, and, and get positive feedback is wonderful. Negative feedback is extremely helpful, right? As, as my pens say, uh, I like big butts. <laughs> I, I truly do. I do not lie. I would buy, but I don't like right. your backstory. I would buy, but I don't really couldn't picture, you know, my furniture or I couldn't understand the backyard. Can you show it to me again? So don't think of objections as bad things. They're, they're great things. When these client says, but we should be very happy uh, and embrace that. But don't really embrace that bus because I think that's illegal. in most states. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. But the, the concept, I, I, I don't know. I know that you've got a vast experience selling and that kind of stuff. But when you when you got buyers that were honest with you and were negative, how did you feel about that? Oh, it's a buying signal. There we go. It's a buying signal. There's because a buyer in there somewhere. If it's if they say they don't like it or there's an objection or a but, um, and they don't leave, then right. they're still interested. It's the you people that, that. Just are just like yeah, 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 yeah. We love you. We love everything. And then yeah, they, 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 they can never hear from them. Exactly right. So, so that that, that perfect. That's a good concept to understand. Is that if you if you're new at the sales, that those people that are a little bit rude and gnarly and and critical, like how how could you put that in? Like, is this terrible? Right. And like, right. Good. I mean, I'm so sorry that it offends you. What don't you like about it? And then right. we've got choices of, of looking at different homes or, or or whatever. If they're building, then look, you're going to go to the you're going to make selections anyway. So right. That's perfect. I'm glad you shared that with me. That you have your choices. So that that's number that's number five, which is a really important thing to focus and evolve. And, and all those different methods and ways. Don't, don't just use the same technique. Years ago, when I, I went to a seminar back, literally, I would say the 1950s, but it, it was the 1990s, and I was selling in a community, and this gentleman had taught us to use the phrase, isn't it? It was a, a tag on or tie down. And I was so happy, and I came back to my to my model. It was a Wednesday, and I came back, and that Wednesday afternoon, my first client, and I took him, and I said, and I, I used it in three times for us. So the first time I said, it is a beautiful home, isn't it? And they went, yes. And then I said, and the view is beautiful, isn't it? And he sort of looked at me and went, yes. And then I used it the third time. And the guy turned, he said, turned to me and said, did you just get trained? I was like, yes. 
so I was busted because I didn't I didn't mix it up enough. So uh, right. so what I've learned to do is be authentic and just find natural ways. What do you think? How does it look? What are your thoughts? Tell me more. You know that that kind of authentic feedback is what we're looking for. That's the, so that's number five is involvement. Number six, guess what? Drum roll. Ask for the sale, or at least move the sale forward to whatever your next step in the process is. Yep. So let's make sure. Yeah, let's not be intimidated by the fact that we're doing this virtually. Uh, and maybe you, you have a mindset that that it's not that you wouldn't go forward with it. You'd need more information. But many of the buyers out there have been on our websites, right? They've studied what we're doing. They just needed to get a feel for for the, for the home to make sure it lived up to their expectations. Yeah. So yeah. So however you want to ask for the sale. The way I always do it is that there's sort of a recap of the agreements. I'll take my yeses out of my yes bank. So Matt, I believe you really like the outside. You like this, you like this. Let's go ahead. Let's make it yours. I'll go ahead and send you a agreement via DocuSign. How does that work for you? That kind of stuff. Right, right. What do you think? You know, or even taking it from the next step of like they would be there. Let's We can pull up a, uh, a digital contract on screen and walk yes. through Brilliant. it. Together. Thank you so much. Yeah, and that, that's really is, is the last thing that I had on my list to talk about anyway, is, is to be prepared to, to, to send a digital agreement. Since you're doing it on a screen, and thank you for bringing that up. Uh, again, you, you could send it to them. That's the anachronous version, I believe, yeah. of this. Where right. you, and, and look, sometimes buyers are ready. They're, they're, they're smart. They've bought homes before, and they'll go ahead and send it back. And I always love that. You know, I was selling homes as recently as three, three years ago. Yeah. Um, and whenever we sent a DocuSign and we got it back, it was like Christmas. Like, yes, we just got the DocuSign agreement. So that feeling is wonderful. But we were sort of lucky if that's how we did it. Normally, what we do is offer to, to, to walk them through it. Uh, and we didn't do it. We, we didn't really have Zoom back then, three and a half years ago. So now I would do it exactly the, the, the way we're doing it, where yeah. it's a virtual say, would, would you like me? I'm going to send you the agreement. Would you like me to walk you through it? And show you how easy it is to own one of our homes, or how easy the process is. And right. That kind of stuff. And yeah. And in our closing question, I, I love the idea of talking about the process with your builder anyway. So yeah. it, it seems that you love them great. So our process is really easy. I'll send you an agreement. Just send it back with a, you know, I'll, I'll walk you through it. Send it back with a small deposit of whatever that is. We'll introduce you to our lender if they haven't already done that part of it, and move that forward. And then we'll make an appointment. We're now doing our yeah. design studio appointments virtually. If they're building, so that's going to be really easy. And you know, just let them know what the simple steps are. But one of the things that holds people back is a fear of the unknown. So it's not they don't want to buy; they just don't get how you buy. So let's make it as easy as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So that that leads us into some of the questions that we've Perfect. got that we've yeah. got. In. So let's. So I, I, kind of summarizing, right? Your yeah, seven steps, and and this is really to me what screams volumes is. We're not abandoning the normal sales process. Right, exactly. Right? So we have to adapt it That's to make right. sense to where we are. Right. Exactly. So and why do we have the sales process in place? Because it's it's the it's the critical path that people have to take in order to come to a buying. You said that out loud, my goodness. How do you can't say that word out loud anymore? Is it is that is that not is that not good no, anymore? Okay. Just, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I call it essential. I totally agree. I know, I'm I'm just being. being I know. Yeah. It, it, so it it's it is like people have to go through a series of steps in right. order to be able to come to a buying decision of anything, right? No matter what it is that they're buying. They're uh, to yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think we'll get, get caught up on the idea of a path or whatever. And that's fine. And I'm, I'm not here to sort of debate or make anybody feel bad. But it's really about helping the client more. 
is if you're just going to make it up every time, which I think would be impossible, because let's face it, anytime we do anything in life well, we want to replicate it. We're, we're going to think back, what did I do? If it's an email that you wrote that you like, you're going to save the email and cut and paste it. You might change the beginning and the end, but you're going to use the body of that email that you took right. you know, 20, 30 minutes to create. And the, same, the sales process is more important than that. So there's definitely steps that you have to go through from understanding their needs, the, the greeting and discovery, which we didn't even get into. And, and that, that's a choice. You know, I was I would say everything should be virtual. You've got to do that virtually. But then I got to thinking, wait a minute now, would, would I really like that? What if I don't know this? What if it hasn't come through an online sales counselor? Right. And I don't know this person. Maybe I want to be able to not get dressed up and have a phone call yet. Maybe I want to just chat with this person. If I like them, then yes, let's move that to a virtual call like this to go to the next step. But I don't want to legislate. You have to do it a certain way. That's, that's not, not that's not reasonable. But there's definitely a path. There's got to be discovery. There's got to be a presentation. There's got to be a demonstration. You've got to narrow it down and you've got to move the sale forward. Yeah. And if you don't get the sale, then you're going to paint the picture of the next steps with the appointment. When we meet next time, right. let's do that. I'll right. meet, would you, it sounds like you need to see the home. Would you like me to come with you? Or I can open up, stay outside. What's best for you? And then we'll move forward that way. How does that sound? Well, let's yeah. go visit the land or let's go let's go look at the home sites or whatever it's going to be but you 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 have to control it right matt not leave it up to the client to know how to do that that's not fair on them right well and also you've got to operate with when the where the buyer feels most comfortable right and we think that with this virtual tour yeah. The buyer, yes. you know, the buyer could think that they're not comfortable turning on their camera right now, right? And so yeah, you yeah. have to be okay to tell them to say, you know what, it's okay. I'm going to be on video. You can see me because I'm yeah. going to be giving you a demonstration. You know, I'm going to be showing you the homes. If you're not, yeah. if you're not comfortable turning your camera on, that's okay. We can still yeah. talk through the, you know, through the system. I just don't. Ha I don't have to see you, but you can see me. Right, which, 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 which is a very interesting concept. I hadn't actually thought of it until you mentioned that, that we were chatting. And I think that that's brilliant because it shows that, that you care about the client. It's not just, yeah. you must do it this way, but that, that, let's embrace let's embrace this new tech, not the new tech, let's embrace the technology, but let's also be very flexible and willing to go and help them to, to build comfort. I mean, for what everybody else knows, they, they don't know what we're wearing below our chest level here. We could be, uh, Doing whatever. It's a horrible picture, I know, but you know, I'm 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 from England, so we, we I can be wearing a speedo right now. They don't have to know that, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm, I am fully clothed, but but yeah, you you you, 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 you want, sorry we had to say that. But you want to tread lightly and be flexible and not force people to enter a technology that they aren't comfortable yet. Right, right. But if you're showing a home, I would much rather see them because then there's that real connection, you know, that's what we want. But if they're not comfortable yet, maybe they want to take time to get dressed up or something yeah. like that. Right. And absolutely. Sure. It doesn't mean we can't do it. You know, don't, don't take offense, just figure out different ways to get that, uh, to get to, to find that connection. But, but you're right. As long as they see you, that's the, the main thing. But you had, you said you had some questions. So should, yeah. Should so we got a couple of questions. I'm going to bring them okay. up here. So Chuck says, what do we think is a, co a collaborative group? What are the, what the five greatest reasons are for buying now rather than the common line? And this is long. So it's, it's cutting it off. So, uh, the common line is we just want to wait until the virus blows over. Right. Well, I think that that's a great question. Um, so why 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 buy now? So what what we've been talking about with with the groups is the, the the average length of time a buyer goes out to look. You know, for the moment that they get discontent, if that's a word, they they have discontent about their current living situation. To the moment they actually buy, and I think research shows it's between seven to nine months. So. They, you know, they're, in other words, they're, they're unhappy, the cabinet's falling apart, the home's too small, they go out looking, they stop, they go back out again. So the point being, start with the logical people that were, that were at the end of that buying cycle. Yeah. I think that I, I know you and I both work with builders 
Uh, I have a builder in Texas that sold 70 plus homes since the beginning of March and, and they're just rocking and rolling. Many builders having actually record months, incredibly 20, 25 sales a month, but they're dealing with people that wanted to buy. So we, we aren't gonna create buyers. You know, it's the best time to buy if they want to think about it, but if they're in the market anyway, then it makes sense to have this conversation. So does right. that make sense to, to let's, if they're thinking about buying and they're getting to the end of their buying cycle. Likewise, when you're at home thinking of things to do, go back into your CRM and find those people that are six months, six months plus or more, because maybe they were about to come out to your model and then they can't come out now. And, and so you, you need to follow up with those people that are sort of the more seasoned or aged people. But, but to get back to this question, first of all, they're, they're in love with the home. You know, so that's the first reason by anything, buying is right. motion back by logic. So as, as long as they like it, so that's where this comes in, the virtual part of it, they have to experience it. Once that, it's, it's, it's one of a kind, it's intrinsic like anything. And in most markets across the country, there's still a, a, a short supply. So I think it's, a, I would have the research. In fact, interesting you mentioned that. I do, I'm not trying to promote here, but I do have a white paper yeah. that you can download. And I have five answers to objections. That objection of why by now is in there. And one of the things I want you to plug in is to say what the market time is in your mind. Now, it, it would have changed, of course, with this last month or whatever. But prior right. to that, maybe it was uh, yeah, two months, three months, five months. So you can then say, look, you know, in, in, in our market, there's an undersupply. There's a shortage of homes, especially brand new homes. So, that, so let's go ahead now. Uh, people are talking about supply chain issues. That once we move out of this, we, which we know we've got this incredible V, right, with, with GDP going like this, right. and then we're going to come right back up, maybe to you, and then there we go, you or whatever. But it's going to come back. So because of supply chain issues, people are predicting prices will go up, especially with the increase in money supply. My goodness, we, you know, we've got three trillion. Our debt's going to be so that might create inflation. Uh, and then what about interest rates? I mean, let's not take for granted. The interest rates, I did research, by the way, and I'm glad Chuck, and please get the, the white paper because I have literally things that you can say. And part of what I preach is don't, you don't worry about word for word. I've never been that guy. It yeah. might seem that way, but I want you to get the best bits out of it and then find your own voice. But look at interest rates. And I, I think we talked about this. So right now, what rates are hovering around three and a half to four, they go up and down between that. The Fed brought their, their, the Fed rates to zero. But, but in the other four recessions that, I, that, that we've been through, in, like in 81, 82, I got in the market in 83, but 81, 82, guess what the prime rate was? Uh, 18%. Yeah, you, you actually, you're right, right on it. It was an average of that. It was, it, it was 20.39 when it started, yeah. uh, and then it went down to 16.84. 1991, 10% to 9%. Uh, even in 07, when we had the great, the, the great recession, it started out at 7.3. So when we, we cannot take for granted what a 4% or less interest rate means. So I think start with the emotion and make sure that they love what, what they have. It's a home they're gonna live in and they're right. ready, they're in the market. Narrow down to one of a kind that will go away. So there's a fear of loss. And then talk about the, the, all the logical stuff. Look at the interest rate. If you wait, let me show you what a 1% increase is gonna mean to you. If I show you 1%, I actually have an app for this. I'm not promoting that, but I have a free app that you can you can have and you and, it, and you, you plug in today's rate and whatever rate you want, so much higher. It's gonna end up being, on a home for $300,000, a 1% increase could cost you 50, 60,000 over the life of that loan. Right. So you could use that for what, more home or save money, what's better for you? So I think piggybacking all that stuff and, and, and the fact that, that builders, are still being, uh, builders are still being very reasonable with their pricing right now to work with people. But once we move out of this, the, all the predictions are the prices will change. Is yeah, that yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I, there was just an article today, uh, I was looking at it on uh, realtor.com, 
They're talking about how mortgage rates could basically be three, 2.9 to 3% through 2021. Right. There so we go. Yeah. It's just an unbelievable opportunity. Um, you know, so there's a question here from uh, Laura yeah. Adler, and again, it's a long one. So, Laura, thanks for asking. So, Michigan, Michigan, they're shut down. They're customer. They, they focus in on infill building where a lot of their homes come from specs and inventory homes. Any okay. suggestions on how to market ourselves during shutdown? So for me, yeah. I yeah, think it's, it's about inventory, right? So what we're seeing across the country is um, people are, you know, so we already, we were already in a suppressed uh, inventory market, right? Inventory was already low supply. Right. Um, right. Now you're starting to see homes that were on the market come off the market because exactly. people don't want strangers like walking through their home, especially if you're in an area like Michigan where you're you're literally shut down and it's not essential. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't market and stay in front of them. And so I think that the reason is inventory homes, if you have spec inventory, it is there's never been a better opportunity to have homes on the ground um, right. because people do still want to see homes and they can, if resell the, the, the homes on the market and resells coming down as a new home builder, we have huge opportunities to dive in and take advantage of that. And right. as people are in quarantine, as they're in stay at home orders, they are, you know, their, their pain points, you know, lack of a better term have been now amplified, right? Because every little thing that, that about their house of the reasons why they're considering moving have now been intensified because everybody's in the house at one time all the time. Oh yeah, um, exacerbating the, the hatred of the. If, if they if they were unhappy six weeks ago, now they're really unhappy after six weeks of quarantine in the home they didn't like anyway. So yeah, yeah. they definitely creates more demand for. for yeah, that's, I didn't mean to we, we, no, we, that's, that's, What do you think? Yeah, I, I actually work with, with, with our, our team works with a builder in, in Holland and in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's a beautiful part of the country. I love it. And they're they're, they're the same kind of builder. They're infill. With available homes and, and i think part of to answer um laura's question right it was laura, yep, laura. So part of it and i, I know the, you're a big believer in content creating yep. content. so one of the things we should always be doing anyway every single uh, every single home that's under construction that, that, you're, that you'll be selling as a, as a movement ready or i call it the designer showcase that's going to be eventually put together a, a a package of what what's going into that home so you know take photographs or create a uh, um a pdf uh, of the finishes. In fact, I have one here and I can show you and you may already be doing it. Again, Mindy at Beacon did this where uh, before I went to the home, yeah. I had all the finishes, the coarse countertops, the cabinets, uh, that kind of stuff. Make sure you pay attention. If you're in, in MLS, then update those. Don't don't build it, you know, let's say it starts in, uh, what are we now? What a month? April. Let's right. say you started in, yeah, I know. It's the, you know, March took forever. April's gone really quickly. Yeah. Think, but, uh, Anyway, let's say it's January and you put, you know, home under construction, move in in August, and then that's it. That's not good enough. We're going to update it every month with whatever's going in, update the photographs. Now, I know in Michigan that you're not even supposed to leave your house, so that's that's going to be tough. But if you could go ahead and, and put the content together for, for that, then that, that, that's what I would suggest is that you really you, you really mark it well. When you're allowed to go back out, and, and, you know, I know in Michigan real estate has been considered non-essential hopefully they change that maybe then at least you you, you could do the virtual laura or uh, or a facebook live kind of thing or that may be risky if you're not yeah. to do it but you can but certainly i would look at your content and make sure that it's up to date and it's 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 emotionally appealing and that goes on zillow uh, is, is it redfin 
Redfin, yeah. Yeah, I always think of Yellowfin or Yellowtail, but it's Redfin. Um, make sure your content's up to date. Yellowtail's the wine. Is it Yellowtail's the wine? The wine, also sushi. I always makes me think of sushi when I think of Redfin, but that's just me. Yeah. But yeah, but I really, every salesperson that, that either worked for me, with me on the team, I really, I really preach, please go out and take care of your, of your homes. One of the things that realtors do very, very well, in my opinion, is because they have listings and they don't always have that many, they, they really nurture them and they'll take photographs. My, my, my team in Sarasota, we went out there, took pictures of the views, the back view, side views, aerial Google Earth, cut and pasted, put them yeah. in the listing, finishes especially. So really a buyer can open, it can be on Zillow or Trulia or wherever they're going, and they go, oh, this home is, is a showstopper, and then organize the photographs so that your most emotionally appealing photographs are at the front of the deck so that people will stop on it. And we, we had a home that literally had deer in the backyard uh, in the view. So we, that was our first view was, was you know, something different. And you see deer, and you go, oh, that's interesting. And then you go into whatever, or any of the unique selling propositions of that home. So if that particular home is incredible millwork or wainscoting or great flooring or whatever, or fireplace detail or shelving yeah. or something, or archways, whatever, then photograph the heck out of that stuff. Even, you know, I obviously better if you can get it professionally done, but phones will work if not. And then make sure those photographs are available so your content is really strong and biased. Go, oh, I, if it looks as good as the pictures, then, then we're in good shape here. Right, right. Very good. Awesome. Well, that is good, good stuff. I, I think that, you know, understanding is what we're kind of summarizing this is, we want to obviously we're in a position where we're we're doing virtual tours and the reality of it is is yeah. that's never going to go away at this point right it's here now exactly it's the I love it. yeah. out of the tube right we're not jamming that back in and we are while yes people will when they're allowed to come back in your models and yes. there will be face-to-face -face interaction however they are there this is now the genie out of the bottle the toothpaste yeah, out of the tube, like they are yeah. going to narrow down their list of things that they're going to see virtually before they decide to come out in person. It is, it, and, and I read an article, um, I, I can't remember this news source. It was like a New York Times type article. And they were talking about mm -hmm. all the transactions that have happened over the last 30 days. 25% of them were completely started and finished virtually from start to finish. And, yeah. and, the, and it says buyers are adapting. I, mm -hmm. I disagree that buyers are adapting. Buyers have already been there. We sure. are adapting. We are actually yeah, yeah. getting caught up to where they are, right. and they're finally yeah. responding. Right. I've, I've heard you talk about this before, and I agree. And I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned it. But I think in the program, you talked about buying on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And how we buy. Does anybody else out there ever go on Prime? Yeah, yeah. I've become a little addicted. I, I, I have, especially now. Uh, I'm, I think we've in this downturn or this whatever the quarantine we got really good at buying things yeah, right. but when you do yeah and then what, what what does prime do you know that you you like blue shirts i've got three more blue shirts for you they send you stuff and they're already there and, and you're right i, I everything that the retail world has done well the, the ones that are surviving or pretty thriving yeah. not surviving, yep. uh, we, we should catch them up so we should embrace this virtual uh, the opportunity you know the, the thing i talked about where, where you send a pdf with 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 uh, props in there that they can visualize we shouldn't be doing that anyway really i mean I, I don't know why we wouldn't be making we should be taking we should be nurturing our listings as though we were, we were a realtor and making sure that the buyers have access to the most up-to-date current information and of course yeah. not everybody can you know in in michigan there, there's big driving distances lots of the states you know the the, the the models we have aren't or the homes aren't convenient for the buyer so i think it's wonderful to practice now and embrace this and become really good at virtual selling yeah. whether it's
the website and, and you know together and guiding them through the pages or going out there or creating content that they can click on and you guide them through now's the time to, to perfect it where people are, are forgiving and then you give them the choice later i know that you live an hour away would you like to just have a virtual call first and then we can always go back later and look at it and what if that's yeah. enough what if they say you know what it's great you know i'm a, a, a high i or a d or impulsive buyer and it looks like i thought it would so we'll, we'll send you a check and maybe we'll come out next week but whatever it is i'm not saying it has to go that way yeah but let's lead into it and embrace it and you're right this is now going to be here to stay so uh yeah, adapting how you deliver it is is vital, right? And and keeping yeah. it similar to the way as far as knowing that these mentally, the reason these steps are in place is because these are the steps that a buyer has to go through to make a decision. Whether they're physically there or they're virtually there, they're still the same steps that they have to get to yeah. to come to a buying decision. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm always amazed because when, as a sales coach, sales trainer, consultant, people always ask me about closing, closing. And it's like, I, I don't really believe there are these magical words that you say. It's just having that it's, it's the right process. It, it's you yeah. first, obviously. They have to trust you and we, we a connection there. Yeah. So they, they trust you to transact their business and you're, you know, you're, you're somebody they would like to spend time with for sure. But it's the process and the steps you have. And then at the end of it, it's just natural. That's the only natural culmination of a world prime process is so you, you you like the location, you like the home, the finishes work well for you. Right. It's in the right value range, the budget we talked about, the monthly investment works out well. Let's go ahead. I mean that's not that's not based upon one closing statement. It's a based on the it's based on the steps that you have. So to think through it logically and how you can help them really understand the home and experience it emotionally. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big blue shirt guy. And I, I, you know, it's embarrassing, but I, I just like the color blue, and I, I just decided, look, like Einstein only had one suit hanging up, apparently, and not the Einstein, but he had a black suit, white tie, white, uh, black shirt, like white shirt, black tie, black suit, apparently. So you don't yeah. think about them. I, I'm the same way. Even when I buy a shirt, I'll do a little, you know, that thing where you can scan and zoom in, and I'll check the pattern. It's pathetic. I'm, I don't know. I'm admitting this, but. There's content there that goes, oh, okay, maybe I should buy five more shares or something ridiculous, right. whatever right. it is. Uh, but our home buyers should be able to zoom in and have the content and understand their home without having to go out there every time. I mean, we, we should be looking at our content and how we deliver it so people can experience things at the, at the highest yeah. possible level. Absolutely. And not just based on a word you say or a phrase, it's, it's the process. Right, right. So awesome. We have been going almost an hour. It goes just like that. Um, but no, really, really good stuff, uh, Roland. Really appreciate you coming on and chatting through. And um, if you guys go check out, go to go to Roland's website, check it out. There's the link. There's the link in the comments. Um, check out some of the free resources that are out there. Roland's been around in our industry and and as a leader and a thought leader for a long, long time. And you know. Just really soak, soak in the knowledge, really good stuff. And I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing with the Facebook family. Very, very welcome. And the, 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 uh, the props that we send, if you want those as a download, just email us. We'll be happy to send them to you. So we, we, we assembled some of those props for you. For anybody watching this or, or who's going to watch this when, it's a, when it becomes a, a podcast or whatever, please email. I'm happy to send you the, uh, the information so you can look at these and create your own props. But thank you very much, very much Matt. I'm really honored to be on your uh, program you, you you're doing a great job you're serving our industry so thank i'm proud to be a friend proud to be on your program
Thank awesome. You. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining in on another episode of Building Perspective Live. This seems to be a weekly thing now, in addition to the normal yeah. podcast. So uh, we're just going to keep providing resources to everybody as, as best as we can. There's so We're in an unbelievable industry where so many people are just willing to give their time, give their information yeah. to help people in a, in a kind of a weird scenario. So uh, really appreciate your everything you do for our industry and our, our friendship together. So thank you so much. Very, very welcome. Take care. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah.